This is Medicare Moments with your host, author, columnist, and podcast host, Tony King. Hi, Tony. Well, how are you doing, Jim? I'm doing great. It's great to be with you today on this podcast where we are going to talk about the moon. The moon. We're going to the moon today. We're talking about Medicare's moon. Did you know Medicare had a moon? I didn't, but probably people who walked on the moon now have Medicare. I would say so. Medicare got started in 1965. And wasn't it 1969 when they walked on the moon? Yes, it was. Well, as I said, this is Medicare Moments with Tony King. She's the author of the Medicare Survival Guide Advanced, and we're all about everything Medicare, right, Tony? That's right. So we're here to give you some advice today, and we'd like you to stay tuned. And, of course, tell your friends about this podcast. And one of the places where you can hear this podcast is SeniorResource.com. But we are talking about the moon today. So, Tony, how about if I open with this email that you received and we go into it? That sounds good. So today, Tony, we have an email from someone close to your home neck of the woods in Sugarland, Texas. So here's what the person writes. Recently, you wrote about how the moon, which is Medicare outpatient observation notice rule, affects original Medicare. My husband has enrolled in a Medicare Advantage HMO plan, and I'm wondering how this rule will affect his hospital stay. Thank you, Maria from Sugarland, Texas. So Tony, why don't you tell us about the moon? Tell you all about the moon? We need to let everyone know that the Medicare moon effect, which is the Medicare outpatient and observation notice, only affects those that are on original Medicare. It does not affect those with the Medicare Advantage plan. Medicare Advantage plans have their own rules in regards to going into a skilled nursing facility, going into a rehab. That's what the Medicare outpatient and observation notice starts. So we need to understand how the rule works. And the rule went into law about 2016. The Medicare and outpatient observation notice only affects original Medicare and your hospital stay when you go in the hospital. And the Medicare and You Handbook talks about it. So the Moon Rule is explained in more detail in your Medicare and You handbook. What it says is that when you're staying overnight in a hospital, doesn't always mean that you are an inpatient. So you only become an inpatient when a hospital formally admits you as an inpatient, and that is very important. You wouldn't know that, would you? No, you wouldn't know that. So is there an hour limit or something when you're in a hospital, or does the hospital just make up that that time designation randomly when you're in there? Well, what happens when you're first in the hospital for the first two days, you are considered an outpatient. And what they're telling you in the Medicare and You Handbook is that if you have not formally been admitted as an inpatient, and you're, you know, in the, like the emergency room, you're having observation services or outpatient services, then you or your family member should always ask if you are considered an inpatient or if you're considered an outpatient each day while you're staying in the hospital. And you want to know why? I do. If for some reason, you happen to go into a skill facility or you go into rehab and you've never been formally admitted as an inpatient, then you owe 100% of that charge. That's and that's right. very important. That's, that's super important. That's super important. And most people, when they're just dealing with being in the hospital, don't think about, should I ask this question? 
should I ask this question each day that I'm here? You're stressed. I mean, what if your husband has had a stroke or you've got cancer or somebody's broken their hip or hit their head and you just really don't know what to do? You really need to let your kids, this is when your adult children need to find out what's going on because if you get a bill and they put you into a skilled facility and you have not had all those stays, you haven't stayed that long in the hospital, then you pay 100%, and that's thousands of dollars. And you might not necessarily know when you're there because you're just busy dealing with everything, and even if they discharge you, usually people rush through the paperwork, and they don't ask the question, was I admitted as an inpatient, or was I considered an outpatient? I had a procedure at a hospital where they said, we are keeping you for 30 hours. You will be an outpatient. And they told me that up front. I would have not thought to even ask that question, but they said that. So we are at Medicare Moments. We're talking about the moon, the Medicare outpatient observation notice rule of Medicare with your host, Tony King. And we will be back right after this. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So welcome back to Medicare Moments with your host, Tony King. Tony, with an I, I should say, also has her own website, TonySays.com, where you can go and find out more about everything you want to know about Medicare. And we ask you to recommend that website to your friends as well because Tony keeps it up to date. It's current, and you get all the latest everything there. And today we're talking about the Medicare Moon Rule, Tony is. It's the Medicare Outpatient Observation Notice Rule and, and the importance of being uh, an outpatient or an inpatient and what that means to your post hospital treatment if you're getting therapy or something. And Tony, how does that impact that particular aspect? If you're an outpatient and you come out and they say you need rehab, you're saying that they may be responsible for 100% of the cost because they weren't admitted. Formally admitted Correct. as an inpatient in the, for that hospital stay. And all of this is on page 28 of your Medicare and you handbook. And it says, am I an inpatient? or an outpatient. That's very important. You have to be inpatient. And when they changed this rule, you know, like five or six years ago, what they've done is they've extended the time that you need to be formally admitted in the hospital so that if you go into a skilled nursing facility, Medicare picks up the cost. So what you have is for the first two days that you're in the hospital, you're an outpatient. You need to ask you or your family member, you need to let somebody know, ask, am I an inpatient? Have I been formally admitted? Because if you go into a skilled nursing facility, 
you really have to have what they call three midnight stays with the fourth day discharge. So if two of your days you're an outpatient and then you're discharged on the third day as an inpatient, that's not three midnight stays formally admitted as an inpatient with the fourth day discharge. You want to make sure you've had enough time in the hospital as an inpatient. Let's go back over this because it can be very confusing. And we do have articles on this at the seniorresource.com website. It's also in my book, the Medicare Survival Guide Advanced Edition. We've got a lot of information on this. And this is important because when someone's sick, and they have to go into a skilled facility. What if you got to learn how to walk all over again? Yeah, that's important. But even if it wasn't that serious, just atrophy. If you're laying down for three days, 72 hours, say, you know, your muscles do atrophy and they atrophy at a pretty high percentage. So you're going to be weaker. And they may say, well, now you need to go to a rehab place and get your walking skills back, even though you might not have lost them, but you're, you've lost muscle tone. And so you would say, Sure, I want to do that, Sure, but not realize potentially that you weren't there for those midnight stays that you mentioned, and boom, then you're hit with a large rehab bill from wherever they sent you. So you have to make a lot of decisions quickly in a short amount of time when you think about it. That's right. Through a stressful situation. And that's why you really need to get a family member to be your advocate, because on page 28, in the Medicare and You Handbook, it says that each day you have to stay, you or your caregiver should always ask the hospital and or the doctor or the hospital social worker if I am an inpatient or an outpatient. Anything you see in the Medicare and You Handbook that's bolded means it's important. Well, two things, and we really love when people tune into our podcast and download our podcast, but two things. What you're saying is thinking in advance, thinking proactively, while you're perfectly healthy today, perhaps, you should have someone that's close to you that you can depend on in case you become in some way incapacitated to the hospital. So you have to kind of think that out, right, and do that ahead of time. So there's kind of a tip, a Tony tip for people. Medicare moments tip. Right. This is the tip tip. of the day. Get your family involved in your health care. Or someone that you really trust and and, and you want to be with you that. And they know what you're doing. That will do that. And number one. Number two, I'm going to be really upfront with you, Tony King. I don't know where my Medicare handbook is. How about if someone doesn't have a copy of it and they can't refer to page number 28? Can you call Medicare and get a new copy of the book? Well, you can always call Medicare. And get a new copy of the book. But also there's this little thing called a website. Right. And you can go and download one. You go to the Medicare.gov website and you can download it. Download the whole PDF, I'm assuming, of the book. Each year you can download it. But the best thing to do is to buy your Medicare Survival Guide Advance. It's all in there. It's all in there. All the articles that come out of the newspaper, the articles that are on the Senior Resource Guide, they're all there. All of that. So let's go back to what you have to do. When you first go in the hospital, whatever your situation is, the first two days, you're an outpatient. And then you're still in the hospital for a couple of more days. You have to have three midnight stays as an inpatient. So that means you really need to be in the hospital at least five days or more to go to a skilled nursing facility or a rehab facility and have Medicare pick it up if you have original Medicare. And unfortunately, some hospitals don't operate. They want to get people in and out as fast as possible. Totally. Right. So you Completely. need to ask that question. So you might have to make a decision where you say, no, I don't want the rehab because I can't afford it. You have to ask those questions. 
Ask them, say, have I had enough days where I don't have to pay for it? So, Tony, you know, in a hospital, there are various levels of staff, and most people interact with their doctor and their nurses, but the nurses are there most of the time. But they may not be that well-versed in issues pertaining to Medicare or really any insurance when, when you think about it. So how does someone get an advocate for them if, if the nurse just doesn't know what the right answer to the question is? I would ask for a case manager or a social worker and find out how many days you've been in. If you are now inpatient, how many days you've had. I had a client who had a very serious situation, and they were fixing to send him home, and he needed skilled nursing. The hospital was not being nice, and they called me. I talked to the case manager. The wife was on the phone with me, and guess what? We got it all solved. And he was in that skilled nursing facility by 5 o'clock that afternoon. Are caseworkers available at hospitals on a regular basis or during the daytime? Or I, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Like, they're usually around there somewhere, correct? They should be. Okay, so Each almost hospital any hospital. is a different situation, but you ask for the caseworker or the uh, case manager or the social worker. So if you as a patient or your advocate doesn't know or they're not getting the right answers, the best place to go before you make any decision is to find a caseworker to find out what your status is, inpatient, outpatient, what's going on. You've got to control your side, not the hospital side. Right. Completely. That's what you have to do. And a lot of people don't think that way. And that's why we're happy that you tuned in to Medicare Moments today, that you downloaded our podcast and that you heard some tips from Tony, Medicare Moments tips that can really help save you in the long run because these expenses can really add up. Tony? I have had people come to workshops and a lady stood up and she said, my mother has just gone into a skilled nursing facility and owes $50,000. Nobody ever explained this. Nobody told us anything about this, that she did not have enough days in the hospital as an inpatient. Right. So that's how serious it is because you don't know until after it's already over with. And you got to realize this is for original Medicare. Right. What if you're on an Advantage plan? Your Medicare Advantage plan. You pick an HMO or a PPO. So how does that work? You have to go by their rules. Okay, so their rules are different. Than their an rules original are totally re- different. With original Medicare, you get to pick what skilled nursing facility you want to go to, or rehab. That's very important. But when you enrolled in the supplement or an Advantage plan, you have all of that information. So they explain that to you because they're different, right? That's what you said. They're totally different. Right, but but I mean, they could have different different benefits, different different time frames everything. Completely. So you have to know that. You have to make yourself aware of what you bought. What you're enrolled in. Right. You need to know. So with a Medicare Advantage plan, you're you're in a certain area. You've got to qualify. You know, you've already gotten your Medicare Advantage plan. You've enrolled. Now you need to go into a skilled nursing facility or rehab. Maybe you don't want the one that they're going to put you in. You can only go where they tell you. You have to go what they do what they say. I mean, so people need to learn how to get control on their side. That's important. You've seen a lot of different people walk through your doors that have experienced a lot of different things that they weren't expecting, and you've really helped a lot of people. This is probably one of the more important, not that every other podcast isn't important, but this is one of the more important podcasts to limit someone's exposure to something that they may not be aware of that could really have a financial impact on their lives that they weren't expecting in a negative way. And let me tell you, the hospitals want to get paid. 
the skilled nursing facilities, they want to get paid and they know exactly how to do it. This is Medicare Moments. Your host is Tony King, and we would like to hear from you. So, Tony, if somebody wants to send you a question directly, how do they do that? Well, they've been doing a whole bunch of them. I know. We're getting a lot of questions from the Senior Resource Group. So they can email us at info, I-N-F-O, at TonySays.com. Tony, you are in over 100 newspapers throughout the United States, and, and that list is growing. So some of you may be familiar with Tony's written word there, but also Tony has articles on SeniorResource.com and TonySays.com, right? T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S. TonySays.com. And of course, you can buy Tony's book there. So we really, we really would encourage you to do that. It would make a great Christmas present for someone who's getting up there in age two or someone who's just dealing with Medicare on a regular basis. So, so think about that. So, Tony, that's Medicare Moments for today, a very important Medicare Moments for this podcast. Well, I appreciate it. And like we said, they can visit us, purchase the book from seniorresource.com. The book is there. We just want to say thank you guys for listening to us. Thanks, Jim, for helping me out. My pleasure. I couldn't do this without you, and I appreciate it. And we just want to say have a great day, and until next time, God bless you and God bless America. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the way showers who will help your journey a lot easier.